After experiencing the transformative power of a regular meditation practice, it's natural to feel inspired to share this gift and guide others on their own journey of discovery through meditation. Join Buddhist teacher David Nickturn and Duncan Trussell, comedian and creator of the Netflix animated series The Midnight Gospel, for a free online event on Tuesday, May 7th at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. They'll discuss the profound practices of mindfulness Dharma Moon's renowned Mindfulness Meditation Teacher Training Program. Get certified by Dharma Moon to teach meditation, lead group practice sessions, and work with individual students. Visit dharmamoon.com slash beherenow for more info and to reserve your spot for the free online event with David Nickturn and Duncan Trussell. everyone, Raghu back with Mind Rolling, and uh, I'm just happy. To, I, I'm, I never have met, his name is Kun Lu, and uh, from uh, the tradition of Thich Nhat Hanh, who everyone reveres, and welcome. It's just great to have you, and I, I, I'm so happy to have bumped into uh, this new book from you. Thank you very much, Rahu. Nice to meet you. Uh, yeah. The book is called Wait, A Love Letter to Those in Despair. Um, given that uh, we're doing this on the inauguration of the new president of the United States, um, we've come out of a, some despair and things have opened up and the feeling is pretty good, actually. So... Um, but how fitting. Uh, there's so many things in this book that uh, are uh, a lot of what I do, Kun, is just try and take stuff that I've gotten from all my times and practice in India and all the way through these many decades. And now this opportunity to just make it so practical for people about how to, I call, life in balance is my favorite phrase. Just let's try and get there and, uh, and what that encompasses and what it means. And, you know, and much of what's in this book is that as far as I'm concerned. So I'm, I'm really glad you're here. But how about a little um, something around um, just where you have come from? And what you have gone through to, uh, that led you to even be aware of Thich Nhat Hanh. I mean, uh, obviously in Vietnam, everybody's aware. On, but I don't mean it in that way. I mean it in the way that you were so drawn to that tradition. Uh, you know, I, um, I came from Vietnam. I was born in, in the war in 1968. And uh, I came to Holland with my uh, my parents in 1980, and I didn't know I brought the war with me as a kid to Holland. And and so so I I continue to fight in my life, also with my uh, wonderful friends in Holland, and I thought um, that was normal. You have to fight to survive, you know. Mm. And then one day my friend said um, to me, 
Kuang, Kuan, Kuan. They call me Kuan in Holland. Kuan. We are friends. We don't fight. We don't fight. We are friends. And I was surprised to hear my my Dutch friends uh, who said that Kuan don't fight. And for the first time. I noticed I had a war inside of me. I brought that war from my country, from my, from Vietnam. And from that point, I started to to look for peace. How can you be peaceful? How can you stop the fighting around you and inside of you, especially inside of you? I met uh, my teacher Tet Nhat Han in uh, in 1987, and for the first time, I met someone. I I met a human being who didn't have a war inside, who didn't have a fighting inside, and it was a strange discovery because uh, you can feel that. Someone who don't fight anymore inside, and you see mm-hmm. him, you you sit next to him, and you feel that you feel that energy of peace, and that's why I, I, I decided um, to follow him. I became a monk and I practiced as a monk for 16 years mm-hmm. under his guidance. His guidance, 16 mm-hmm. years. How did you to get learn, to him? To learn how to stop the fight inside of you. Yeah. Kun, how did you get, even find him? And what led you to, pushed you to get in his presence? Uh, he came to Holland to give a retreat. And I was a, a young man who was, was looking, looking for a way to stop the fight uh, in me. So I, I went to his retreat. Uh, my friends introduced him to me. And they, they, and they, my friends told me, you, you should see this man, this, this very special person. Mm. And I, I came to retreat and I, I fell in love with this, this man. So I, I, I became a monk. And you lived in Plum Village in France? For 16 years, yes. 16 years. Wow. 16 years, yes. Oh. Amazing. What was that like? I mean, suddenly you, you come, I mean, how old were you? In your tw- early 20s or late teens? I, I was 25 when I became a, a monk, a Buddhist monk. 35? Uh, 25. 25, okay, it makes more sense because you look like you're about 34 right now, okay? So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, and um, it was a beautiful time because um, Thich Nhat Hanh was, was uh, for me more than a teacher. He was also a, a father for me. Mm. And, and, um, and at the same time, it was a difficult time for me. It was a difficult time for me because um, I, I, I fell in love with this man and I saw he, he was a very loving teacher. So he was kind of father for me, for all of us, for his disciples. Mm. And, um, 
And so I did so much my best to become a very, very good monk. Mm. You know, to very good monk. And and um, at the beginning, it was okay when you try your best to become a to become a, a good monk. But slowly, I noticed. I, in fact, I didn't notice that. But when you try to do your best to become good, to be good, just become good, mm. and then in a certain way you are fighting also. Good, mm. good again, bad. You understand? Good again, bad. And um, for sixteen years long, I have been practicing uh, wholeheartedly in order to become a very good ma- a monk, to be able to stop the fighting inside of me. And I couldn't do that. I I I, I couldn't make a breakthrough. I I, mm. I continue to have a fight in me between good and bad. I I didn't even notice that. Mm. I didn't notice that. You know, so, so, but at a certain moment, um, I became, um, I, I became, because I was the 19th um, disciple of Tetnyakhan, uh, the 19th um, disciple he ordained as a monk. 19th? The, the 19th, yes. So uh-huh. I, I became, I became uh, kind of, um, Senior teacher in his in his tradition. So I talk about peace. I talk about I share about practice to to be peaceful. But I still had a fight inside of me. Mm. Can can do you recognize that? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. It's, 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 it was not in in certain way. It it became more and more difficult for me to be in that way. So so I. I have I have decided um, to leave my monkhood and to continue the practice uh, as a lay person. I I I started to to leave my monastery and to to find another way to to make to understand the art to be to stop the fight inside of me. And I left the monastery uh, in the, about one year after I left the monastery. And uh, I still remember that night I went to bed with a lot of suffering that I, mm. I, I, still, I, I still don't understand what it is to be peaceful, to stop fighting. And, and during that night, during my sleep, and I woke up in, in I, I woke up and and suddenly for the first time I could see I could I could get in touch with a kind of peace, kind of silence in me. And for the first time I could understand I am not good, I'm not bad. I'm good. For the first time mm. in my life. In my life. And and I was really surprised. And, you know, at that moment, uh, I saw myself that I have, I am not good, I'm not bad. And I get in touch with that kind of silence, that kind of peace. And I saw that quality in, in each of us too. 
in everybody for the first time. Mm. For the first time, and and I say, wow, I I I see myself now, and and I see you too. I see you too. You know, l- later on when I. When I I work as a prison chaplain, a what? What? what as what a prison you? chaplain, I've been oh, working as a prison, prison chaplain. chaplain. Yes, huh. and and when I met a prisoner, when I met prisoner, I saw that too. You are not good. You are not bad. You 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 are you have the quality of the Buddha, the inside of the Buddha, the peace of the Buddha. Hmm. I, I saw that in in the prisoners I met, you know, and and because I saw that, they noticed that too. They, they immediately they they got in in touch with a kind of peace, kind of insight in themselves, not in me, not in Kun, in themselves. So in each of us, we have that. That 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 was my big. Breakthrough. Uh, uh, I discovered the the quality, the beauty of each human being. Mm. And and this was just before you left the monastery. After. J- this happened after. Yes, after because um, the way I I did. As as a practitioner, as a monk, I try so much to be good, and to to I I I I I kept fighting against my my so-called bad energy, bad habits, mm-hmm. and it was not the way. And and now I don't fight anymore. I don't need whenever uh, a certain energy I call a bad energy like anger it comes. And I say hello at my anger. <laughs> hello, I don't fight. I don't have. I. It's okay to be here with me, anger. Yeah. How how you, are you doing today, my anger? You invite them for a cup of tea, maybe. For a cup of tea, yeah, of course. Because um, you know, once you 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 can see your anger, and you you know you, and you don't fight against it. And at that at that moment, you have the energy, the peacefulness, the the insight of a Buddha. And each of us, we do have that. We do have that. We don't have to look for it. It is already there, there in each of us. That's that's why I write this book. Mm. Because um, one day I uh, I, I saw uh, shootings on the news um, in U.S. and you know, I've seen that uh, as a kid, people killing each other. And in Vietnam, now, in Vietnam, during, yes, during yes. the war, or so of course, yes, in Vietnam. And and I keep asking, uh, why do we kill each other? And now we, I have the answer. You know, we 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 kill each other because we don't know who we are. We are Buddhas. We are beautiful human beings, you know. When when you shoot someone and you kill someone, you are killing a Buddha, 
and you are, you are killing yourself because you are a Buddha also. So wait, wait, you know, wait, don't, don't act uh, from um, illusion, from misunderstanding, from frustration, from despair. Just wait, allow yourself to come back to yourself, to discover yourself, and to discover life. Mm. Inside is there in each of us. Wait means you allow yourself to have the time to, to discover yourself, to discover life, to discover the other person. Yeah. You say it beautifully, actually, Kun, in the, in the book, if you don't mind. The way to win a war is to stop it from within. If you don't, everyone suffers. You might feel exhilarated after acting out, but you always bring your wounds back home to your family, your friends, and yourself. And to me, I am your friend. In fact, I am you. It's a beautiful, very poetic too, uh, much of how you're saying... uh, much of what's in this book has a both a very simple and direct messaging in one sense, but also uh, human. And and what you're talking about, we are not good and we are not bad. We are not. Yeah. We are not good. We are not bad. And and we are not separated. That is also my my disco my my discovery uh, because my my. My teacher, he taught me about that interbeing, we inter are. And, and, you know, I, I didn't really understand that message when I, when I practiced with him. Mm. And, and now I see so clearly, you know, when, when, when I am helping someone else, in fact, I'm helping myself. When I'm hurting someone else, I'm hurting myself. Yeah. And we, and when we are damaging the environment, the society, the climate, we are damaging ourselves. We inter are. We inter are. Mm-hmm. We, we are not, there is no separation in between you and me. So every time I see, I see on the television someone is be, a kid is being shot and and I feel like the bullet hit me because I am that kid too. Mm. And so I, and, and yet I, I, I understand, I know for sure that the shooter, he has also insight. And, and, and that we, we may like to punish him, to blame him. Why have you done something terrible like that? But the best thing is to help him. To help him. I have been helping prisoners to discover them, to discover themselves. So you, we need to help him to understand his wonderful insight, wonderful love. He has that. We, maybe when, when we're so angry, 
we don't want to believe that that the shooter also has insight and love in him, but he does, and we need to help him to discover that. And 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 the book is a a a way I want to to help. Mm-hmm. To yeah. help, not on to help us to understand that all of us have inside, and we need to help each other to to discover that. Mm-hmm. And just so everybody understands your background, of course, you you saw horrific things during the war. Someone being shot right in front of you. I know that. And but when you were, why don't you talk about just a little bit of what you went through when you were very young? And you describe this in the book when you were eight years old. Um, and just living uh, in a in in some really tough loneliness, which is can't. This is a very. I mean, there are many young children living like this in the world. There's no doubt about that. But boy, oh boy, T- describe this a little. It's, yeah, it's very damaging. So you, you, I still don't understand you. Oh yeah, just just describing a little bit of what you went through at that age in Vietnam, yes. and yes. and when you speak of uh, understanding the the war that's inside all of us, uh, you you really can speak to it based on some very very tough uh, personal experience in Vietnam, and particularly as I read, when you were very young. In in your within your family, yes. I I as a kid, I I saw in front of me, um, people shot down. You know, they being killed in front of my eyes, and they were innocent people. Uh, they they they. We 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 were on the way. Uh, I lived uh, with my family in Natran. In and in in nineteen seventy five, together with my family, and uh, we went to Saigon with on the boat, and there was the, the war was going on, and and on that boat I I saw innocent people just hit by bullets, just just shot down, and they were killed, and as a kid. Uh, you know, we live in a society where we we live now, and we when we watch a movie or television, we we see shooting, and and we may not we may not understand how it feel when you are there, and you see a bullet hitting someone, and mm-hmm. killing someone, and someone who just um, being killed in. In one second, and and yet he has not done anything wrong. And as a kid, I I didn't understand that. I asked, why do we hurt each other? Why do our, why do we need to kill each other? And and now I understand. You know, a bullet does not have insight. A bullet does not have wisdom. When you 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 use your use your gun, when you shoot a bullet and you kill.
kill someone else. And um, a bullet does not have inside. It, it will hit someone else and it will hit yourself too. Mm. And it will hit your beloved ones too. So, so I have um, seen what a bullet uh, did uh, to, to life. And, and now I want to ask, I beg everybody to stop using the bullet to, to, to find, to look for any solution. You cannot have, you cannot find any, any solution with a bullet, with a gun. We can only find solution with our insight, with our wisdom. And wisdom is there in each of us. That, that, that is something we don't believe. Mm. You know, we don't believe we have insight. But I believe, I believe you have insight. You have wisdom. And I have discovered many people don't believe this. They don't see this. They don't see, they have wisdom and insight. And only with wisdom and with insight, we can find a solution, not with a bullet, not killing each other. You, you know, it, even um, when we are talking, we are talking, we are having a, a conversation now. And in Holland, we are having a lockdown, yeah. coronavirus. Mm -hmm. and, and we are looking for a solution, you know, for coronavirus to stop the lockdown. But to me, we need to start with our inside, inside with wisdom. To, to resolve uh, this problem of, of uh, coronavirus. And it means we need to start with our peacefulness. The spreading of the corona, coronavirus uh, uh, is go together with our restlessness. Can you see that? Restlessness. Yeah. Say that again, though. Res respecting the virus. Yeah, the spreading of the virus it go together with our restlessness. So when the, when when you the society is is more peaceful. When we trust, when we have more uh, a deep trust in our insight, you will see with our peace the spreading of the coronavirus will slow down. I'm sure about that. The solution of the problem is stuck with your insight and your peace. And you, we all have that. And we always try to find a solution outside of us. Why we have already have a solution inside of us. Mm. But I have to say uh, <laughs> that in this country, in America, because of uh, hundreds of years of uh, habitual patterns of, in, uh, of 
along the lines of uh, individualism. We are individuals, and we have rights, and we want, and we demand to be free. So we aren't going to take actions that might help uh, slow down. In in this case, the virus. There's many, many different cases of of how this individualism individualism works, and uh, and sometimes, uh, obviously. We have tremendous polarization in this country right now. I'm sure you see and read, and uh, and but that there there's a core of it around that individualistic uh, behavior that um, uh, you know whether or not uh, people can. Um, this may be, in my mind, a big impediment to realizing the connectivity that we all have which is what we're, insight brings to us. And I, I'm, you hear what I'm saying on a yes, practical level. Very it's a very yeah. difficult situation. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, you know, in, inside, when I talk about insight, I'm, I'm talking about being able to, to trust yourself. That is what insight does with you. You trust yourself. Yep. You trust yourself. So the moment you discover who you are, you're not good or bad, and in in fact, you are you you are a Buddha. You discover you, yourself um, as a beautiful person, and at that moment, uh, you also discover the other other people, and and you also begin to trust other people too. Yeah. So 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 inside help us. To be connected, to be connected, and when we are connected, we are we are connected through our with our through our inside and peace. We already have the best uh, solution for any problem we encounter in this life. There's one, uh, just to talk about a couple of the things that uh, I found in the book. And uh, there's one little uh, chapter. It's a great book, by the way. It's all, here's the book, so everybody can read Yes, it's a beautiful book, yeah. Yeah, Wonderful. and I yeah, like I it because it's small and short chapters, and you can digest and, you know, pull something up almost to reference anything, and that might prompt your day actually it's kind of cool um but suffering is not the problem <laughs> now it is the first noble truth suffering is so um, i mean i love how you put this and uh, um, pain and suffering make life beautiful you know, people of course are going to look at this and go what are you crazy this might be hard to believe when you're suffering, but the lessons you can learn from hardships are jewels to cherish. If you're suffering, it means you have a heart. This is an extraordinarily important point, as far as I'm concerned, in terms of real practicality. That leads us, you understand, that can lead to what you're talking about, which is our Buddha nature, who we truly are. Uh, I'm finding. I'm just trying to find the little connective uh, tissue that uh, this really becomes. When you suffer, you you realize, oh, I have a heart, 
and um, uh, suffering is evidence of compa- your capacity to love, you say. And only those who understand suffering can understand life and help anyone, help others. And, uh, you know, our... Uh, we got in India, Ram Das's guru, my guru, uh, suffering. Um, he used to say, I love suffering. It brings me into Buddha nature. He didn't say it like that. Right? It brings me to God. Buddha nature, God, all, as far as I'm concerned, we're only talking about there's only one thing going on, just different ways to express it. So, and this is what I believe uh, you're expressing here in this book. Uh, and yeah, so talk about how we can use suffering to bring us. Uh, well, first, uh, to me, it's twofold, Kun. It's, it's one way of um, understanding that everything that's presented to us, that we are going through this very tough times in the, in the moment of suffering, that these are opportunities to transform the separation, transform uh, the, um, the, what we would call the domain of the little me that is so egocentric, right? And, uh, but at the same time, recognizing our humanity, recognizing how everybody that we see and everybody that we are associated with in every kind of relationship, we are all part of the same thing. We are part, we are all going through almost exactly the same uh, problems, really, one way or another. And that suffering, uh, we can be, well, that's why Sangha, right? What Buddha said, uh, the Sangha out of the three refugees is the most important, right? So, that's my take, but yeah, you, yeah, go, ahead. go ahead. You know, um, when we talk about suffering as a noble truth, and what's the basic teaching of the Buddha, and, yeah. and we, we often forget one thing. Uh, he said, uh, suffering is a noble truth. He didn't say suffering is a problem. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, he said, and, 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 and he said, suffering is a truth, is a truth. And not only a truth, it is a noble truth. So it is something wonderful because uh, thanks to my suffering, I understand your suffering. And, and that's, that, that's the basic uh, definish, definition of uh, compassion. Compassion, it means I can feel your suffering. And if I don't suffer, how can I feel your suffering? So, so the first thing is um, suffering is noble truth, and because it is not not your suffering. Suffering, when you suffer, when you you having suffering, and your suffering is also my suffering, and when I suffer, I know it is also your suffering. So, suffering has a interbeing nature. And, and when we, we, we really, when we are able to, to come back to suffering, we get in touch with deep love, like Ramdash uh, uh, often said. And, and so suffering is not a problem at all. It is, in fact, one of the chances for us 
to understand each other. Happiness too. Happiness is the same. I uh, and sometimes I I teach uh, instead of suffering as a noble truth, and I also uh, talk about um, happiness as a noble truth. <laughs> you know, happiness is a truth too. When you understand, you when you look deeply into happiness, and when you are able to be with happiness with your insight. And you can understand how important it is for a kid to be happy, for the other person to be happy. You know, so so this is a truth, a noble truth. And and looking in that way, we don't have any discrimination between suffering and happiness, because there are wonderful chances for us to discover something beautiful, something. Truthfully, something wonderful, and something that is there in in me and in you, suffering and happiness. So, for me, that is not a, a problem. I don't fight against suffering. I don't look for happiness. I I have stopped a war inside of me, and 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 that is how I understand the first noble truth. Mm. I I don't see it as a problem. You we need to resolve, not at all. So when you have uh, uh, there is suffering in you, come back to suffering to discover something beautiful. Suffering as something beautiful, and and in that suffering, I'm sure, in that suffering, you will discover your insight, your wisdom. Yeah. In that suffering, not outside the suffering. In the suffering, I, I will say, of course, in my belief, it requires trust. It requires a trust uh, of. It can be a trust you had with your teacher. Same with me. It can be a trust just through a casual encounter, a piece of music. Uh, it, it it finds its many many dimensions. The but that has to be there in order for one to even think about uh, the wisdom of suffering in that this is how you come to understand who you truly are and that, that nature that you talked about in the very beginning, beyond I'm good, beyond I'm bad. Uh, I don't know if you agree or not, but to me there has to be a trust that, that can allow for that insight to happen. Yes, that's that's true, Raghu. I I um, that that it's wonderful if someone who can help you to trust. But but it's it's so wonderful if someone can help you to trust yourself. No, that's what I mean. I do yeah, mean yeah, that, that, that ultimately that has to come back to your own intuitive uh, understanding. And the moment um, you you can trust yourself, when you really trust yourself, the moment you really trust yourself, and you, you, you trust me, you to trust the other person. That that is the. You cannot trust yourself, and you don't trust the other, or you cannot. You trust the other and you don't trust yourself. You know, if you really trust yourself, 
to and it means to discover wow i have the wisdom i have insight i have peace in me and um I am a peaceful person. The moment you really discover that, funny enough, you see that in other people too. Yeah. You yeah. you cannot discover something like that and say, oh, I have insight, I have wisdom, and you don't. You have still have to practice uh, for a very long time bef- before you get your wisdom. No, the moment the moment you dis- really discover your true self, you you are, you have you get in touch with a kind of wisdom in you. And and suddenly you see that that wisdom is also there in the other people too. Mm, so yeah. so you want to help other people to recognize that, to discover yeah. that. Mm. Yeah. Uh, there's another interesting thing that you brought up the, to me. It, um, without a dream, nothing's possible. You say. Dreams are the future. Tell me your most beautiful dream. Now write it down and remember it every day. We need to look for our dreams, and then when we find them, life becomes a symphony. Now, uh, I can go a couple of ways with this. Uh, uh, Grasping isn't part of this, having a dream that you're grasping at to accomplish. So there's that, and then there's the... uh, what I would consider a more a dharmic dream, if that makes any sense, where you are aligning with what, with that true part of yourself that expresses itself in this world to do whatever uh, it is divined karmically and otherwise for you to do. But what do you? That's my take. Yeah. What talk about dream? I, I have I have a dream. You know, I I dream that. Um, each of us, we we discover, we we truly discover how wonderful we are. That's that's my that is my my dream. I mm. my dream is that you can discover that you are a Buddha. That's my dream, because I can see that each of us is in fact a Buddha, and 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 and. And when we discover we are Buddhas, we want to have other people to discover that they are Buddhas too. And we have the right, we have the right to be happy, to be free. We have the right to, and we can help each other to have a, a happier society, a society where we help each other instead of where we punishing each other. Mm. And and that's my dream, and and I see, you know, that is possible. It is possible. It's not something very difficult. It's possible. We we just need to share this more often with each other. That's why I want to write a book to share this. And and I, this this book is not for you to read one time. It's for you to read several times. I read the book myself too, and mm-hmm. and. And I believe if we tell each other often enough that how wonderful we are and 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 that will stop the shootings, the harming each other, 
punishing each other from ignorance, from not knowing who you are, and not knowing what life is, how precious life is. Uh, that is that is my that's my dream, and and I I I need I need friends to nourish that dream with me, because I believe if we practice um, helping each other to recognize um, how wonderful we are, and the society will change uh, in very short time, in three years. In two years, in one year, you see right away the difference. And and if we practice that now, in the morning, in the afternoon, you already see a more beautiful world around you and in you. Mm. Mm. Now you uh, you say, of course, that uh, and we've we've referenced this several times how you grew up in a country of war and seeing death and um, not much love, just seeing a lot of pain and hatred. Um, and and in, interestingly enough, you say, war didn't kill me. I was already dead. I didn't have a dream. I didn't know who I was or what I was looking for. I didn't see a future. I was lost just trying to survive. Yes. You know, this, that's familiar to many, fighting. many, many yeah. of us. Yes. Yeah, fighting inside. My days were empty. Time is only meaningful with a dream. Talk about that. Time's only meaningful with a dream. Yes. What do you mean there? I, 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 I mean that we, we, we are wasting time. Mm. You know, each... Each day, if we know what we have, like, like we think we are very poor and we are looking for, for some money. But if once you discover you are a rich person, you want to share. And, and I have discovered we are, we are all rich and we don't share. And, and I think that we are wasting time. Life, one day... One day is we have 24 hours, and 24 hours we can do so much for each other. Mm. If we believe believe in in our inside, and when we believe in our inside, we believe in our dream. And when we believe in our dream, we want to realize a dream, to do something, to help someone, to to do something today, to help. And, And... if you don't believe your insight, if you don't, then you don't have a dream. When you don't have a dream, you're wasting time. You don't know how, how wonderful life is and how much we can do each other in 24 hours a day. So what's another word for the dream you're talking about? Really the dream, almost what you're talking about maybe even more than almost, is the bodhisattva vow. Exactly. There is, that's, that's the dream. Okay. Love in action. I, 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 I want your love to come into action. Mm-hmm. Love Be, to come into action. Yeah, yeah because um, the, the, the spiritual practice we can do 
for example, we can take care of our staff to be more peaceful, to be more relaxed. But we can put your love into action. You can do something to help other person. So if your insight is real insight, if your wisdom is real wisdom, you you can you can do something with that wisdom with insight to help other people. And that I call that love in action. Mm. Love in action. Mm. We, we, we need to come into action. We, I come from a, a Buddhist tradition. Uh, you know, where teacher, teacher also talk about engaged Buddhism. We need to, to engage. Engaged Buddhism. Yes, it, engaging Buddhism, engaged Buddhism. And that mm. is, uh, that, that is, uh, that comes from our Vietnamese Zen tradition. Vietnamese Zen tradition, meditation, uh, Zen uh, Vietnamese Zen is engaged Buddhism. We, mm. we, we love to, once you, you have discovered your true wisdom and you want to do something with that, to realize uh, our dream. And what is our dream? We all want to live peacefully together. We don't want to hurt each other. We really don't. Deep in our heart, we don't want to hurt other people, and we don't want to hurt ourselves. I, yes, that is endemic in all of us, very buried in some of us. And karma is involved here, but we won't get, we won't go there right now. Uh, but, uh, you know, continuing the dream, the dream, it's about giving this, uh, you mentioned, of course, Ram Dass, and we talked about him a little bit before he came on, but um, we did a film with him last year called Becoming Nobody. And, uh, you know, realizing your, I, you know, how you're grasping with identity and roles and how you eventually have what you're talking about right now, which is the, the awareness that that is not who you are. And then you, it starts to take its own. Look, you went 16 years and, you know, things. Try to take, be good. Yeah. 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 And uh, so at one point in the film, and this is my favorite moment, actually, is he just, this is, you know, from a talk he did many years ago. He just says, when is what I want enough? When is what I need enough? It's much more interesting to see what you can do for others. Something like that. And that, that uh, you know, and that's so very much part of what, uh, what the dream is, is it not? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you say the more you give, the closer you come to your true self. You are not who you think you are. And, and all of that is around being an individual and not realizing, uh, as you say, the, the uh, separation is a concept that's in our minds because we grow up and we are taught that we are this separate self. And once that happens, we invite all of the, as the Indians say, kalashas, uh, and uh, all of the obstacles and the feeling of loss and loneliness and, 
and all of what I know you went through, you describe it in the book as a child. You went through those things, you know, as, as well. I, I did uh, too. And uh, the realization as time has gone on for me that there is no other reason but to see, have the awareness and the mindfulness of, of that war that's going on between the good and the evil in everybody. And then there is nothing else because you realize as soon as you do something that would help another person, that gets washed away and you are connected to, as you, as you say, true nature. So, yeah. You... I, I, as a monk, uh, I have been uh, looking for something, like I said, uh, stopping to become a good monk, to become uh, enlightened, uh, to get, uh, you know, that, 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 that's, as a monk, I was looking for enlightenment. I was looking yeah. for the Buddha. And, and, and the moment, um, I discovered uh, the wisdom, the enlightenment, and to my surprise, enlightenment, uh, the wisdom is in the other person, is in you. I discovered that. I discovered that what I have been looking for in the form of wisdom, enlightenment, freedom, uh, Buddhahood, you know, I've been looking for that inside of me, and I thought if I, when once I discover that, will be mine. You know, my wisdom, my Buddhahood, my, my, my and 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 that was not my case. The moment I discovered that, and it was and it was really surprised. I discovered the Buddha, and 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 I saw very clearly. At, in that moment of cl of clarity, that you are the Buddha, you are an enlightened person, and 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 so and that gives me it gives me such um, peaceful, uh, such a happiness I have never dared to dream about, you know, because I've. I was looking, uh, had a difficult time because I was looking something for in myself, and 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 finally I f I found that not in myself but in you, in you, in you, in Dragu, not in Kuan, and and not in only in Dragu but in every single person you you meet. During your life, so so it it is so wonderful that you you don't want to look anything for yourself anymore because you are surrounded surrounded with so wonderful people, and the most the most painful thing is sometimes they don't recognize that how wonderful they are. It's really painful. Yeah. You know, they, 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 they yeah. think, oh, we are nobody. You know, they, yeah. we don't have wisdom. Well, well, we don't have insight. But, but they do. They have. 
they have they have more than than they have much more than they can believe but they do have just allow you to have time to come back to yourself do small exercises like breathing in breathing out i'm with myself i am myself and in that self in yourself you discover the whole cosmos you discover everything you have you really you really have you really have everything please trust yourself mm, yeah. lovely great to meet you Mm-hmm. Wonderful to talk it's to you, Raghu. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I, I, we have to close, but I, I just uh, I want to read one other uh, small thing in in the book. Um, to me, it's the essence in terms of if someone's saying, "Well, what do I do to find you know to find the peace?" and and I think we've gone through some nice prescriptions uh, around that. But here's a, this is a, a story, and it, you say it's attributed to the Cherokee Nation, which we are, not, uh, we are very familiar with here, of course. An old man is teaching his grandson about life. There is a fight going on inside of me, the elder says to the boy. It's a battle between two wolves. One is anger, envy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, lies, false pride, superiority, and ego. The other is good, altruistic, good, generous, kind. The boy asks, well, grandfather, which one will win? And the elder says, the wolf I feed. So that is, to me, the opportunity and the prerogative as a human that we have who are we going to feed yes and and don't forget we have insight don't have all of us have insight and and we always um we, we too often we act from the idea we we don't have insight we only have uh Um, frustration, despair, uh, anger, and we need to transform all this uh, negative energy. But even in this negative energy, if you you get in touch with your negative energy, um, without fighting it, and also without feeding it, but to be with that, with the negative energy, And right there, you also find insight. So you, I can say insight is everywhere. Everywhere. In, everywhere in you, in every cell of your body. And, and in every person you meet in life. And you know, imagine that more people discover about this. And we... we, we We, we can realize our dream, Raghu. Mm, yeah. we, we need this. We need discovery of who we are, how wonderful we are. Insight. It's funny because uh, our some of our closest people with Ramdas, we did retreats with, and of course everybody who follows this podcast, Mind Rolling, knows it, but uh, is 
we in the very beginning in India so happened to be partaking of this fantastic tradition, insight meditation, vipassana, and that has helped us enormously. And by the way, anybody listening here, I highly, highly recommend getting with Jack Cornfield, Sharon Salzberg, Joseph Goldstein, those three in particular, uh, around this tradition and this practice, which uh, um, will help transform what you were just talking about, all of the kalashas and the obscurations and so on, which is part of uh, um, getting to that place that you described in the very beginning, I am not good and I am not bad, and to stop that grip and the grasping that goes on there. Thank you so much uh, for hanging out with me, Kun. I really Thank you so it. much, Raghu, to give me a, a chance to to share um, to share this with uh, uh, with with all my wonderful friends around the world, mm. and um, I I I I really want to uh, uh, to come also to come more often to the U.S. to mm. be with you and uh, oh, to practice absolutely. with you and uh, yeah. I. I think United States is a, a wonderful place with many chances, and especially we have a chance to be a very peaceful together in this wonderful country. Yeah, we have a lot of work ahead of us on that one. Uh, the The book is called "By Everybody Wait: A Love Letter to Those in Despair." Kong Lu, C U O N G Lu, but uh, we will have. Of course, in the show notes, links so that you can get the book. And uh, and what's the other book, Kun, that you wrote uh, a couple of years ago that Ramdas did a, a little thing on? The Buddha in jail. The Buddha in the jail. The Buddha in jail. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. I don't. I haven't read that, and I don't know it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get it myself. So we'll have all of that. And again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure we'll see you again. This is Mind Rolling on Be Here Now Network. Go to BeHereNowNetwork.com and uh, you can uh, listen to some of the podcasts of the people I just uh, mentioned in terms of the uh, Insight Vipassana Meditation Practice, Jack Kornfield, Sharon Salzberg, and Joseph Goldstein. And we'll see you next week. 